0: Welcome to the black Side Business Podcast, the only podcast dedicated specifically to helping black professionals start and grow a business while still working a full-time job. Tune in regularly for tools, tips, information, and motivation. Learn to overcome startup fear and eliminate confusion on where to begin and what to do. Increase your household income. Make your own money your way on your own time and benefit your family and community. Here is your host and nationally recognized speaker and writer on entrepreneurship-based economic development, Del Gaines.
1: Hey, what's up? It's Del Gaines. www.blacksidebusiness.com, the only website specifically designed to support the black professional who wants to start a business on the side. Today, I have the awesome Kira McCannico, who's sharing with us her journey from administrative assistant to graphics design and marketing consultant and firm owner, and also how she's got into entrepreneurship consulting and teaching entrepreneurial classes in the Kansas City Marketplace. This is a really fun one. Now, a little housekeeping before we get started. If you have not yet signed up for our weekly newsletter, go to the website and do so. This is where I keep you up to date with all new information that's coming out and also free resources that I put together specifically for members of that weekly newsletter. Better. So now without further ado, let's get right into the interview. I had a, a lot of fun with this one, and I think you will too. Let's go.
2: All right, so today I got with me Kira Meconico. Yes. Right? Yes. From Integrity Designs and Consulting. Absolutely. Um, and she has an interesting story to tell about her journey to entrepreneurship as well as um, what she helps with marketing and also entrepreneurship training. So thanks for coming on the podcast today.
0: Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.
2: So I want to jump, jump right into it um, today. And let's just start by talking about your entrepreneurial journey, kind of where you started and how you got to the point where you're doing this marketing, consulting, and also entrepreneurship education.
0: Absolutely. So basically for me, um, entrepreneurship kind of almost fell in my lap. It was a need um, for me and also for a lot of people that I was servicing already. Um, I have small children and, and really wanted to be able to control not only my time but my finances. And I knew that just working, I would not be able to do that. Um, so the uh, the graphic design came about in um, early 2004. We actually um, incorporated our business in 2005. Um, and we started with just custom logos. And so we were creating graphics for ordinary entrepreneurs, just people who had an event or people who were starting a business. Um, And from that, um, we were kind of seen by a larger nonprofit in the city who had an entrepreneurship program. And um, we rolled into not only providing the marketing piece, but then we started consulting the small business owner. Um, And from that, I found just a passion to want to not only give them great graphics, but then also kind of help them with the next part of it. What I discovered was There were so many entrepreneurs who had great logos, right? Because I'm doing good work for them, but then they don't know what to do with it afterwards. Um, And that's really where the the training piece started coming about.
2: So now, you started in 2005. I did. What were you doing before that? I was doing
0: administrative work. I was working at um, DST downtown and... Um, Always just kind of doodling, always just kind of really kind of coming up with stuff. We would have a um, client come in town, and maybe we just need an invite. And I was always trying to go the extra mile with the invite. And uh, I actually had a conversation with a colleague of mine, and she said, you know, graphic designers really get paid a lot of money. (laughs) And I thought, well, I wonder how much money they get paid. And so I started kind of digging, and I went back to school and got a degree in digital imaging. And so from that, I really started to discover that not only was it a talent,
2: um, but it was also something I really enjoyed. So you did you go back to school with the intent on starting a business or just to get in the graphic design field?
0: Just to do the graphic design field. I hadn't really thought about... Um, I'm going to go back to school and get this graphic design degree so that I can open a business. Mm-hmm. Because like most entrepreneurs, what I have found, though is that we are already doing what we're naturally gifted to do. Mm. And then we tap into somebody will pay me for this. Right. right. And so, bam, I'm in business. But then we don't know how to be in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had that same journey. I walked that journey. And I found myself at the library checking out all kind of books, right? right? Like, give me the best book on how to do a business plan. Give me the best book on how to execute a marketing strategy. Give me the best book on networking. And so I really just kind of found my way. I found my way. And as I was compiling these things, coupling it with the consulting, I started to pull together all of these common resources. These are things that everybody needs to know. These are basic business principles. Um, and so I, I a lot of it was just kind of trial and error.
2: So it's funny that you, you say that that people, you'll find people, something that people will pay you to do. Because mm-hmm. that's the point that I made on the website. Actually, it's one of the very first things I said. As I said, we all know you have money-making potential because when you go to work, somebody's paying you to do it right, right. every day. So the difference is, is really it's who's paying you. Is it... Is it the market? I mean, is it your boss? Mm-hmm. Or is it you going out to the market and doing it for yourself and making money? Absolutely. And I think that's where a lot of us, especially black entrepreneurs or potential black entrepreneurs who haven't launched yet, get a little confused because they're like, well, do I do I have talent to do entrepreneurship? Well, if you're a professional, somebody's probably paying you to do something that has value for you doing it on your own that we can consider. Oh, yeah. So tell me about going from not being a business owner to the business owner. Tell me about your thought process, the, the kind of the mindset, the actions mm-hmm. that you had to take to kind of go from being an admin, getting a, a administration, getting a, a new degree, and then actually going from, wow, I'm going to start my own business.
0: Right. And so one of the things you said was so crucial, it was my mind. That's what had to change. One, I had to believe mm-hmm. that what I had was powerful enough that I could do it on my and how own. How did you
2: get there? Did you have support where people around you? you know, were just I Just the realization that you came to yourself and said, you know what? It's kind of scary. I don't know if I can do it, but I'm going to try. Yeah. How did you get to that point?
0: It was both for me. Um, I definitely had support. My husband was like, first of all, you're not doing anything else for free. Yeah. So that, that was a motivator, right? right? Um, but then internally, I really started just kind of evaluating myself. I could stay at this administrative job They've already told me what the cap is. So I know I won't be able to make more than this. Um, And then internally, it was just really going back within myself and saying, I really can do something with myself. Mm -hmm. I can do something with this skill. Um, And I think having people to actually pay me for it was the trigger. Because when you're doing stuff for free... You know, it's just kind of like, oh, you're just saying it's nice because right. it's free. You know, I'm not charging anything. But then when you first get that that real money. You're like a light bulb. Yeah, like, This okay. is pretty nice. Oh, yeah, I can right. do this. Huh. I can do this. Um, and then I think what I also had to do was I had to move from, okay, Dell will pay me to do his logo, but then how do I actually establish myself so I can sit at the table and be legit? hmm and a lot of times, entrepreneurs never make that shift. We just take our gifts as a hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, and we do everything under the table. We don't, we don't want to do anything legit. And it really stops us from progressing. Um, and so I had to make that shift as well. And I said, I want to be a real business. Right. I want to find out what it takes for me to be legitimate with my taxes, for me to be found on a website, uh, for me to be able to... to To uh, hook my star to somebody else's wagon on a contract. I want to do it the right way.
2: So, you you start your business and you're you're getting success. How did you say I can do more than marketing and graphics and get into kind of where you're at now where you're actually doing training for entrepreneurs as well as the marketing side?
0: Um, So, what I tell people all the time is when you're doing what you're supposed to do, then other stuff will happen, Mm -hmm. right? Success doesn't happen in isolation. So I knew that I was supposed to be doing these graphics. And here was how I knew I was supposed to be doing it because I I continued to get a positive response. Mm -hmm. Even though I was facing obstacles and challenges, I continue to get a positive response. And so from the positive response, I said, I know I'm in the right place. I know I'm in the right place. So it's almost like a treasure chest. Once you start believing in yourself, you start saying, you know what? I can really do anything. Mm -hmm. If I can do this, I can do that. For me, naturally, the training component was always in me. I loved education. Mm -hmm. I loved teaching people. I knew that I was great at organization skills, right? Because DST told me that. They were paying me
2: they were paying you to, do it. to do it, right? Right.
0: So I said, how can I take this love for business and, and couple it with doing maybe some education around? It, it's difficult for us, particularly in the black community, to get to resources that are always available right. to us. That's what we're told. Oh, we've been here for years. Yeah. This resource has been here for years, yeah. you know? But when you don't know, you don't know. And um, I really wanted to start eliminating some of those barriers. And so I started to, again, pull together these basic pieces. Every time I met with an entrepreneur, you need to know what an LLC is. You need to know how to write your business plan. A lot of what I got from entrepreneurs, particularly about the business plan, was the language was intimidating. Um, I don't know how to project my finances you Mm -hmm. know i I don't know what that actually is i know how much my rent is i know how many dinners i need to have before the end of the month so i can pay my car note but i don't know how to set that money aside um and so i just started to pull together stuff and stuff that wasn't there dell i started to create i started to make it Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how to write my mission statement. I don't know how to say what I do in 30 seconds. Right. You know, and so we started with worksheets. We started with the basics of really telling somebody, not only can you do this, you're already doing it. Let's do it legitimately. Let's let's polish this and do it so you can go after the bigger
2: contract. Yeah, and that's, that's an important... Well, I want to touch on two important points that I think you brought up. And the first is that you... Identified that you already had certain talents, Mm -hmm. you know, so it wasn't just administration. I mean, they were paying you to do that. So you obviously knew you had that talent. But then there was a talent that you were discovering that you had a talent in, which is graphic design. Mm -hmm. And you started combining these and started looking for ways to accelerate. I hope the audience, you know, heard her earlier when she talked about she went to the library you worked on your skills and your craft, you wanted to know how to continue to build, to yeah. grow. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't you just rested on your laurels and said, okay, I, I started, I'm good. Right. You're like, I started and I'm gonna keep growing and I have to develop myself and my skills. Cause I see a lot of um, entrepreneurs or business owners that just stop. Mm. You know, they say, okay, I've, I've got this going, I'm just keep rolling with it. Instead of saying, I'm gonna figure out how to keep doing it better, keep building bigger, looking for more opportunities. And I think, I think that's really important. You know, and the second the second thing that you, you were talking about is really the the need to uh, identify what's not there and if it's not there create it. Yes. I mean because that's business one on one. Absolutely. I mean you know, that, but that's why that's why businesses exist because yes. they're creating something they're that's a not currently there and they're creating it for a particular group of people that kind of need it. And those are very critical um, things. And so You launched your class. About how many classes have you run now for the business owners?
0: Um, So we have been doing classes internally within the grant um, previously that I worked on. We did probably a workshop, I I would say, at least once a month. Uh, And we would just start with the basics, the business plan. Um, You know, I tell people all the time, Abe Lincoln said, hope is not a strategy. Mm Mm-hmm. It is not a strategy, and you cannot be successful in business without a strategy, and your strategy starts with your plan. Um, and and I, I just think that we have to, as entrepreneurs, and particularly in the African-American community, we have to be serious about creating a business plan because that plan tells you who you are, what you say you do, how are you actually going to do it, and, and how do you execute this
2: and see when you say plan i want to i want to clarify that's a plan for you it doesn't mean it necessarily has to go out to a bank or anybody absolutely. else absolutely so like you were talking about people worried about the language they use yes i mean the the important the point of a plan is to kind of set out a map or a roadmap for yourself or to increase your level of understanding so you know where, where you're going to go how you're going to get there absolutely and if you've got to write it it in the language that you're comfortable exactly. with it's for you. Exactly. If you got broken grammar, exactly. It, but then get it on paper or whatever. Yes. Cuz I think a lot of people don't understand the difference between types of plans. Like everybody thinks, well, I'm writing the plan so I can necessarily go out and get funding, but I've encouraged people whether you call it a business plan, a business model, a strategic plan, whatever, you got to have something that yes. you've written down even if it's at a very high level that says this is what I do why I do it, who I do it for, and my expectations Absolutely. so I can measure myself. Absolutely. And a lot of us don't do not do that. We
0: don't do it. We don't do it. And, you know, it's something about a, a written document right. that just makes it real, right? Like you've written this down, so you know that this is a goal for you. You know this is something you're supposed to be working on. And I tell a lot of times the entrepreneurs that I do consult um, like you said, if you don't know what this word means, look it up. Mm-hmm. It's you in the, in the Internet. Nobody has to know that you don't know what this word means. Um, but it does build a level of confidence right. when you've actually sat down and said, this is what I do. You know, and this is this is who I am. This is what I want to do. And it is a gold marker because, I, you know, you need to go back. I tell people all the time the business plan is a living document. It is breathing. It will change. It should change. You need to review it more than
2: once. Yeah, it's it's, it's what I say. <laughs> you know, let's, I, I quote Mike Tyson on this one: Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> I you know, what? I know that. Yeah, every, he, Mike Tyson said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, mm-hmm. and that's what entrepreneurial ship is. But what it, what the value of a plan or business model is that you at least understand the framework of how you're supposed to get things done. So it makes it easier for you to adapt. Absolutely. If you don't even have a plan when it comes to adaptation, yeah, um, it makes it much more difficult because you don't even have a frame of reference then Nothing. when something comes left. Or, and I'm not even talking about in a negative sense. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, wow, I see a huge opportunity I never thought of. Right. Where's my plan? Okay, now I can adapt because I know I figured this piece out. And that's why I know I could take this piece on.
0: Absolutely. And it's so good that you mentioned that because I, I ran into that. I got punched in the mouth, so <laughs> to speak. You know, because when you don't really know what all you do, you'll say yes to anything because yeah. you're just trying to make money. And so I did that so many times. And I'm like, this isn't even what I want to do. You know, it's graphic mm-hmm. related, but it's not really my scope. It's not my right. niche. And so I struggled. My client was frustrated. Um, The money wasn't even worth it anymore. And so those are some of the things that the plan, you know, or strategy helps entrepreneurs to avoid. Um, So, you know, we started that that training piece of it and um, we found that the one-on-one consults are very good. And for me, being an entrepreneur, right, I'm constantly looking at my own business model. Is this effective? What I'm doing, am I doing it for the best way? Am I getting the most bang for my buck? Right. So if I'm meeting you at 12 and I'm talking to you about an entrepreneurship plan, and I'm meeting Susie at 1 and I'm telling her the same thing and I have John at 4, how can I collaborate and bring all of these efforts together and then get these entrepreneurs in the same space Mm -hmm. so that we can learn from one another? And that's when we launched the eight weeks. And we did that at the beginning of this year. Um, And we just graduated our class in the spring. Uh, We started with 16. We ended with 10. And uh, just a good group of people who are much more further than they were in in January.
2: So let's kind of switch gears more towards what you're seeing with the entrepreneurship or businesses that you're working with. Mm -hmm. What are some of the... Major challenges or things that you've seen that if they would just improve these one, two, or three things, mm-hmm. it would really help their businesses grow.
0: I think the number one thing um, that our, all entrepreneurs need to do is stop saying, if I just had enough capital.
2: Oh, please. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> right? If I just had $10,000, if I could just get this small grant for t- $20,000, that is not. So that's number one. Entrepreneurs need to stop thinking they need money. Because
2: it's an excuse. So it is an excuse. You know, I, I tell people the Harvard definition for entrepreneurship is the pursuit of opportunity without resources currently controlled. Absolutely. That means you don't have it when you, you start pursuing it. it. No, you don't. So, I, and, and I've, I've here, and I've intentionally on the website and podcasts not talked about capital. I'll get to it Mm -hmm. because of that, because that's the number one excuse that I hear people make. They can't either start or they can't grow because they don't have a certain amount of money right now.
0: Right, right. And I always say, what can you do now? What is alive? What is breathing? What are you currently doing that's bringing you income? Let's concentrate on that. Let's feed that baby. Let's grow this and let's move this. Because that capital... can can kill your business. If you're not ready for that money, now you have to pay it back, Mm -hmm. right? Now you are, are spinning your wheels every day just trying to figure out how to pay the loan back, and you're not focused on really growing your business. So the first thing I tell people is stop saying you need money. That's the first obstacle I feel is entrepreneurship. As entrepreneurs, we feel like we need money that we really don't need or we're not ready for Um, The second thing that I found is that we are afraid, my experiences in the African-American community, to get out of our comfort zone. We have no clue what collaboration means. We think that if we have 100 people following us on Facebook, we got it going on, right? And and I love Facebook, but it's almost like the, the business owner's worst enemy because it is not your marketing strategy. That is not going to sustain your business. Um, You have to collaborate with people. And and we don't know how to network. We don't know how to get in a room with people who don't look like us, people who have more money than us, people who have um, different friends than we have, and how to work that room. We have no clue on Mm -hmm. how to do that. And so we stay in our small circle, and it's an obstacle. It is truly an obstacle for our entrepreneurs. They don't know what to say. Um, and some of it is because they're not confident in how to present their as a business owner. And then some of it is that um, we're intimidated by other races. And that's what I've experienced.
2: Or they're, they're, they're not 100%. They still have that doubt of their value. Oh, yeah. You know, so they're like, okay, yeah, I'm running a business, but I don't think these people will find it a value. Yes, yes. You know, I, my market finds it a value, but will their market find it of value too? Yes. And and there's a there's a lot of that. I mean, you know, when we got, and it's a two-way street. I don't think a lot of the major network entrepreneurship initiatives reach out for diversity. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, not a lot of us are going and inserting ourselves into these conversations and into these network opportunities that are most of the time totally free. You go to chamber events, yeah. one yeah. million cups. Right. All of these that you can go there and you can, you know, tell your story. And that's how it happens. So that person you talk to may not have any use for what you do, but he may know somebody else and say, Absolutely. I really don't need it, but go, go call this guy. Absolutely. And we're not even in those conversations we're sometimes. Not,
0: we're, not, we're, not at the con- we're not. We're not at the table. Mm-hmm. We're not in a, in a position to talk about what we do and to share what we do. Um, I think another obstacle that I hear from entrepreneurs um, is that once I get my business plan and once I don't know what to do now, um, and so we stay in our culture, we stay in our community, and we don't really see that there are other opportunities beyond that. Um, and that's an obstacle. When you can only see you, your friend, and him, you, you will always stay stagnant. Um, and I think that's where the networking piece kind of fits together. Um, but a lot of it, Dale, just to be honest, I feel is just our mental our mental state about what our businesses mm-hmm. are worth. Uh, and you touched on that, the value of, of seeing the value in our business. But we don't feel like what we have is as good as the next guy. And it is, and a lot of times it's better.
2: Yeah, and that the, that's the key. And a lot of that is because part of it is because of our culture, our educational system. So we're taking a lot of people on who are trying to be entrepreneurs that have no frame of reference their learning curve is long Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. you
2: know and so because there's two types of learning curves and you know that i talk about you you hit on it earlier you said i have specific technical skills that's one particular learning experience the second learning experience is i have skills to be a business owner right and that's usually longer for a lot of us because you have a carpenter. Who can go out and build mm-hmm. and build the most phenomenal house working for somebody else right then he wants to, when he wants to be his own boss now he has to learn marketing right, right. finance yeah. or operational management yeah. all of these different things and that's a longer learning curve it is and so we have we since we didn't get it in school now we're trying to make up for it in classes like yours and others and that's why the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that like you did? You said I'm going to the library yes. to learn these skills. Yes,
0: absolutely. Because
2: I know I, could, I I know I know the basics of graphic design. I need to learn more, but I need to equally learn my business skills. Yes. and I don't, And that's where one of the gaps is. I don't see people taking on that side and saying I want to be excellent as a business owner. Mm-hmm. I'm excellent as a carpenter, but I don't hear him saying I want to be excellent as a business owner too. Right. And so they run these little funky small businesses where. Right they could really be making a lot more, hiring a lot more people, but they don't take on the the burden of of education.
0: And and I think some of that comes with, in the class, and particularly what we do, there's a lot of encouragement that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of hand-holding, I will say it that way. Um, But it's necessary, and I think beyond that, um, it does build confidence. So people who we saw at the very beginning of eight weeks who... Just, I want to sit in the back of the class, you know, I'm just here to learn. They were able to stand up and and introduce themselves and introduce their business model, and they were able to tell what they learned, and they were able to see the changes that they need to make. A lot of the feedback that we got, um, the class evaluation said, this is so great, what's next? Mm -hmm. How do I continue to learn how do i continue this you know i don't have the money to go back to school and get a business degree i don't have the time to go and get a business the, degree most
2: of the time when you get a business degree they're not teaching you how to be a business owner anyway no they're not i, I have I, I'm, <laughs> I'm living proof i got a undergrad business degree a master's of business administration and a master's in finance wow and while now some of the things <sighs> help me at the organizational level the the ownership level is something you got to jump in the lake, yeah. you know, and learn, and then use that education to support that learning. But they're not teaching you that unless you go specifically to entrepreneurship classes. So that that's why I love what you did. You used education to supplement your your ambition. Yes. It wasn't the end game. It was right. the, it was the the tool you used to get to a different level. Um, and then one other thing, I want to show you how research has validated what you said about starting a business within your own community and being scared to move out. I mean the research clearly shows black businesses do better when they sell to all markets and not just to the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, and so some some businesses are specifically culturally relevant and that's cool. Maximize, understand your market, know how to get there. But a lot of them aren't. If you're running a clothing shop in the hood, white people like clothes too. Right. <laughs> you don't see them running around naked. Right right, 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 right. So so we we have to think about those things. So what? any final thoughts for, for entrepreneurs that you would leave them with?
0: Um, one thing I would say, and I don't know if it's a final thought. I'm really enjoying this conversation. One, one thing that I would say is we have to be polished as black owners, mm-hmm. black business owners, and that's something else that we talk about in the class. Representation is everything. Mm-hmm. You can't come in with purple hair and nails longest forever with all these decals all over the place and you got a nose ring and you got tattoos and i'm not saying that stuff is bad in and of itself but there is a certain way that you have to be able to present yourself in order for the white people to buy your clothes too right
1: and
2: unless (laughs) unless you just have that brand down right you got it down you know the impacts the implications of it you know how it opens doors for you or closes them Um, other than that, you know, you got, it's that self-awareness. There's a level of business self-awareness. It
0: is. And there's a level of being polished. Um, and polished doesn't always come with clothes. It comes with, um, email, grammar. How are you punctuating your sentences? Because it's true. Everything that black own, black business owners do, just like in life, we have to be better. We have to be more. It shouldn't be that way, but it is Mm Dell. And when we don't really think that, that it's true, we miss out. I can't come in here late. I can't tell you I'm going to have a contract to you on Wednesday and you don't hear from me until next Tuesday. It's not going to happen for me. Um, I learned how to golf because I realized there's some stuff happening on that golf course and it's more than hitting these balls in this hole. We have to realize that being a black business owner means, just like in life, you got to be better, you got to be faster, and you have to be twice as good just to equal where they are. Um, And so I just want entrepreneurs to know that, yeah, absolutely you can do it. Nine times out of ten, you're already doing it. Um, And you just need to go the extra level. You need to take the time. Find out what your industry really says you can do. Um, And then see beyond that. You know, I tell them all the time, think higher. Think higher. You're doing this catering, but what else could you be doing? You might be able to do a cooking class. You might just be really great at sweet potato pie. And you don't want to keep making all these pies, right. but you got the recipe. You know how to do it. You can train people how to make sweet potato pies. People will pay you for that kind of stuff.
2: Yep. And that, and that that's a great point. Um, you know, I, I usually say that, that it's about, I call it collapsing time. You know, when I talk to a lot of Internet-based businesses or talk about that a lot, it's like, okay, so if if you can do a presentation can you take that presentation and convert it into an ebook? Can you take that ebook and mm. convert it into a PowerPoint training and a webinar? Can you take that webinar and convert it into a live streaming event?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can,
2: you know, can you break it down into different components and go deeper in each area so that you're leveraging and maximizing that one thing that you already did yeah. into multiple things instead of saying, instead of saying, I'm going to go from topic to topic to topic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this one topic and make multiple products Absolutely. from it. And it's the same. And we we're not we oftentimes don't look at our Businesses like that, we say, "Well, I'm a chef. That's what I do. I cook fried chicken and 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 it's soul food. Well, can you take your recipes and you sell your recipes? Different things like that. Yeah, I say
0: I call it milking
2: it. Yeah, milking it. Hey, that's just a good (laughs) word. A minus too fancy. You gotta gotta milk it. (laughs) You got
0: to milk it. You got to milk it for all it's worth. And that's, I find that even as I'm trying to entrepreneurs, I'm, I am within my own business. I'm doing that very same thing mm-hmm. right now. How can I take this eight weeks and put it online? Mm-hmm. So I'm sleep and I'm making this passive right. income because somebody in the Seattle area wants to start their business. One thing that I say to all entrepreneurs is it's not about the color black or white. It's really about the color green. It really is about the profit. You can add to your community. You can add jobs to to people's lives. You can do those things. But entrepreneurship has the power to create wealth. Yep. And that really is the crux of it. And and, and it's the crux of it
2: for all of us. So on that note, where where can they find you? Where can they find you online? So
0: um, they can find more information about the Entrepreneur Business Basics at ebbkc.com. Um, entrepreneur Business Basics k- Kansas City.com. If they're in the area, um, we're starting a class up in September again. We're doing another eight weeks. Um, we're working hard to get the online, the mm-hmm. e online classes ready um, to roll those out in September as well. Um, and we're really just, we're here for the entrepreneur. We want them to know that. You know, beyond you trying to figure it out on your own, I've done some footwork for you. Let me, let's me let talk. Let's, let's look at what you're doing and, and see and, how to make it
2: better. And that's why, yeah, I'm speaking to the audience, don't let your ego get in the way of, of your ability to do something. That's why you pay for classes. That's why Absolutely. you pay for consulting. Because a good consultant or a good class has done all the legwork for you in many areas that yeah. you don't have to waste time get into. Yeah. well it's a great interview great absolutely. insight thank you so um, much it's phenomenal great points i hope people you know really take it to heart yeah absolutely because it's consistent it's you're not the only person that's seeing these same things and so if we're all seeing them we all need to encourage our entrepreneurs to be excellent together
1: yes once again we want to thank the awesome kira McConaughey for hanging out with us today and sharing her awesome story and also these wonderful tips on entrepreneurship and start up for your black side business. I want you to uh, make sure that you visit her at integritydesigns01.com, integritydesigns01.com, that's integrity, I-N-T, E-G-R-I-T-Y, designs, designs g n s zero one com, and the Facebook page by the same name. Check her out if you need some graphic design work or also want to learn a little bit more about her uh, entrepreneurship classes. This is Del Gines. Go to the website, www.blacksidebusiness.com. Sign up for the monthly newsletter. Keep working hard. Love you. I'm out.